You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist podcast, episode number 74, How Being Intentional Can Decrease Burnout. Today, before we get started, I want to remind you that I have a great webinar coming up tonight, the night that this airs. So um, this podcast airs on March 10th. And so tonight at 7 p.m. Central, I have a webinar. So go register for it so that you can either come live, I'll send you the Zoom link, or I'll send out the replay to you. And um, you can do that at my website, coach-miles.com forward slash register, because I'm going to be talking about some really cool stuff. I'm going to be talking about what burnout costs us. And within that, I'm going to be talking about how burnout can show up in so many different ways. And you may not even realize it. Um, And some of this stuff, I had no idea that burnout was affecting me this way. And I just, I had no idea before I started doing this work that, um, that I was basically having my entire life, like all the aspects of my life were affected um, whenever I was super burnout. And so I'm going to be talking about some really cool stuff that you're going to want to know um, and how to kind of apply that to you. And I'm also going to be giving you all the details at the end for the Happy Gynecologist group and how it works and how to enroll and answering all of your questions. I've been getting lots of questions. And um, so I, I decided I'm just going to have a big webinar and we will address all of them. And so if you're interested, you stay on to the end. Whatever questions you have, you know, we will go through them. You can type them into the little chat box and I will answer everybody's questions um, until we are done, okay? And so if you've been considering uh, joining the group, this webinar is for you. So come get all the details, okay? For our newest listeners that we have here, welcome. And if you don't know or if you haven't heard me talk about it, the Happy Gynecologist group is my coaching group, okay? So that's where we work on um, this stuff that we talk about here, but kind of on this way deeper level, right? And so we start applying it to your life and really up-leveling your life. So um, so if you're, if you're like, what is she talking about? That's what I'm talking about, okay? So come hang out, learn some stuff. If you wanna hear about uh, the Happy Gynecologist group or you want your questions answered, hang around at the end. If not, hop off and uh, you'll still have come and learn some really fun stuff. So, um, we are going to have super fun, you know, super, super fun time. So to register, like I said, again, go to coach-miles.com forward slash register. You have to click a button there and like enter your email and it's all through Zoom. So that way it's all secure and you get kind of this instant invitation to your inbox. And that way also I can um, send out the replay to your email in case you get called away. You know, you have to go to a delivery or something like that. So, so go do that. Tonight's the last night before enrollment closes um, that you are going to be able to get this information. So enrollment closes next week. And so the time is running short. So today's topic we are going to talk about is super fun. And it is not a topic that I ever really even considered or pondered before I started learning how to do, you know, um, this work of of like learning about my thoughts and watching my thoughts. I never um, had even heard someone talk about being intentional or having an intention for the day or, you know, even really what that meant, okay? And so when we talk about being intentional today, we're going to talk about it in a couple ways, but I, I mean doing things in a kind of purposeful, deliberate, conscious, aware way, okay? And so... 
and kind of what I mean by this is like how I used to live my life, uh, you know, before I learned all about thoughts and feelings and all the concepts that I teach you here, you know, before that, whenever I was super burnt out, and even before that, I was really just living my life kind of caught up in the day-to-day hustle, right? Like, and I think that most people kind of go through life like that often, um, if they aren't familiar with some of this work. And it was kind of like, you just like, are putting out fires all the time, right? You're just handling a situation until the next situation comes up and then you handle it. And, you know, you're like getting the kids to school and then you go to clinic, you get done with clinic, you go home, you handle dinner, you handle bedtime, then you collapse into bed and repeat, right? And it's just kind of, it's like this kind of feeling or this experience that life is just kind of happening at us or to us, right? Like we're just living this life as it comes at us. And, you know, we can do that at work too, right? Like if you think about, you know, it's just like there's a million fires to be put out at work. Usually you're, you're bouncing from, you know, L&D back to clinic while the ER is paging you. And, you know, then you go home, you're trying to have a nice evening and relax, but it's like you're putting out fires there too, with like the kids and the dog and the laundry, you know, I mean, it's just, you kind of get into this way of living and, and experiencing your life where it feels like you have no control, but that your life is just kind of happening to you, right? And so it's like, you know, you don't have any sense of control. You're almost like, um, you know, at the mercy of whatever is is happening in life, right? And so whenever we really repeat that cycle day after day without realizing it, we kind of get in this mode where you're just trying to survive, right? Like, you're just like trying to tread water, just trying to stay afloat, right? You're just just trying to survive. But then you get where you're just like over it, right? You, your fuse is short. Maybe you feel cynical about, you know, whatever fire you're having to put out today. Maybe you don't feel as connected to what you're doing or, you know, don't feel like you're making a difference at work anymore. Maybe you start to think that, you know, patients don't value your opinion or, you, or the work that you do or the hours you put in. And you kind of get this this um, sense of like, what's the point, right? Like, why am I even doing this if they don't value what I say or if they're just going to do what they want? You know, you almost get into this like, why am I doing this, you know, mode. Uh, maybe you start to dread work or dread being on call. And then whenever you get stuck in that kind of mode, that's burnout, okay? You're like stuck in survival mode. You are, you know kind of going through the motions, you don't feel, um, you don't feel that your work has like that purpose anymore almost, right? And so, you know, what I found is that, you know, to kind of get out of this, and this is whenever I first started working on burnout, I I really, really embraced this concept because what I found is that the more intentional I was about the things I did, the better I felt. And this was like before I even knew like what was off with me. I'm not gonna say what was wrong with me because there's nothing wrong with any of us. Like we are amazing human beings doing what we're doing. But like, I would just like feel like I was stuck in this rut and I couldn't get out. And so what I noticed though, is that whenever I started learning about being intentional or having having more intention with my time or, you know, having an intention for the day, I... I realized that whenever I started being more intentional or going through my day with intentionality, that I felt better. 
I didn't really connect why. I didn't know enough about burnout at that point or enough about any of this stuff at that point. But all I knew is that whenever I was more intentional, I felt better. Okay. And so that's where, like, this is a great place to start. If you guys are just joining in or just learning about the podcast, just now starting, this is a great place to start because, you know, this is like a very easy thing to do. You don't have to have any other knowledge by what, you know, besides what I talk about today. Um, and it's, it's super easy to do and it gets you out of that burnout or it can't even prevent burnout. Okay. And so there are kind of two facets to this that I want to talk about um, in regards to intentionality and being intentional um, and burnout. And so the first is being, is kind of the sense of being intentional, being present in the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Okay. And so some people call this like living in the moment. Some people call this like staying grounded. And essentially what I mean is is like intentionally raising your awareness and thinking about what you are doing instead of just going through the motions, instead of just being on autopilot, instead of just letting life happen to you, okay? And so like one example of this is like whenever I get in the shower, instead of it just being like this task of to-do list, right? Like you ladies know what I mean by that. Like it's like a to-do list shower, okay? Like where I'm like, okay, I got to wash my hair. I got to shave my legs, like check, check, check. And then like you like get out as soon as you're done. Instead of it being like this like to-do list while I'm in there, I am like trying to focus on being fully present and intentional on every aspect of that shower, okay? So I'm feeling the hot water. I focus on how it feels from head to toe. Okay. Maybe I focus on what the water smells like, how it feels to kind of breathe in and out the the hot steam, right? Um, I focus on how it feels to rub my scalp whenever I'm washing my hair. Um, And so I am very intentional about even the simple experience of taking a shower. Okay. And so you know, so it, maybe you don't resonate with that. I like to take my showers or baths at night. So in the mornings, if I'm not taking a shower, I start the day off by washing my face and kind of the same thing. Okay. You can apply this to anything. Okay. Any little ritual you have that you want to start applying this to. Okay. Maybe it's washing your face. Maybe it's taking a shower. Maybe it's something different. Okay. But like if I'm washing my, my face, I do the same thing. I focus on how the water feels on my face, how it feels amazing about how, like, you know, what the, the face wash smells like, what the washcloth feels like. You know, I'm intentional about what my skin feels like after I rinse off my face and, like, as I put on my, my lotion or whatever face products I'm wanting to do that day, you know. And so, like, just being in, in tune and aware and intentional with that simple task of just washing your face, which most of us would be like doing in a hurry, most likely, but like just like slowing down and noticing. It doesn't take more time necessarily. It's just noticing. It's raising your awareness to be in that moment of your life, okay? And so another example that um, I started doing more recently is I, I found myself, I would come home and like we do the, you know, the get the kids to the table, eat dinner. Um, and then I would just like try and rush through bedtime, 
with all the kids. So I have young kids. For those of you that don't know, I know I have a lot of new listeners out there. So I have um, twins that just turned four, boy-girl twins. And then I have uh, my oldest is seven, uh, my oldest daughter, seven. And so I like, we get into this like zone after dinner of like, all right, we just have to get through bedtime. We just have to get the kids down to bed. So then I can have some mama only time, right? And like, I, I would like, resist everything that would go on um, with the kiddos. Like, I'm just like trying to rush them through, trying to get them through bedtime, get them to sleep so I can like come out on the other side and have like some relaxation or, um, you know, uh, something to to snack on or maybe a a drink of some sort, you know, wine or um, a cocktail or something like that. Right. And so it was like this rush because it was stressful. I didn't want to do it because it felt stressful to me because of how I was thinking about it, because I just wanted to be done so I could have my, you know, de-stressing time. Right. And so I, I realized that having that line of thinking about it was leading me to be more stressed, but then also leading me to buffer a lot more with, by, by eating food. And whenever I say buffer, I mean using food or alcohol or some other thing like your phone, scrolling social media to just like zone out and not feel. And so I would be so stressed out about bedtime that then afterwards I'd say, oh, I deserve this. And I would indulge in all those things. And at the end of the night, I wouldn't actually feel de-stress, right? Like you don't actually recover or rest whenever you're doing those things. It just like is kind of like a, like a kind of like busy work for your mind. Like it just like distracts your, your mind from that, that feeling or that emotion, right? And so from that stress. And so what I realized is I needed to approach bedtime different, okay? And so I started just trying to be intentional, Okay. And so, you know, to focus on like right now, this time with the kids that I'm trying to rush, like I'm trying to rush these kids through bedtime. And these are, these are like, you know, not to get like sentimental, but like, these are like moments I'm not going to get back. Right. And so, you know, how can I be here and present right now in this moment with them? That's something that I, I started asking myself every night. Okay. So even if this sucks, even though, it, it could be a shit show with two out of three kids crying or resisting going to bed. Like, how can I be right now, just be their mama and be here for them and be present and be like experiencing this with them, right? And so I started like asking myself that at night, like, how can I be in this moment? How can I be their mama, right? And so then it kind of expanded, like, noticing all the things about bedtime, right? Like how, how do they feel when they sit their little booty down on my, on my knee whenever I'm reading, right? Like how, how, you know, do they smell, um, you know, their heads just smell like sunshine after playing outside all day, right? Like how, <laughs> how, uh, do their little goosebumps feel whenever I'm trying to dry them off after they after I get them out of the bathtub, right? Like I'm trying to dry them off and they're just covered in goosebumps. Like that's the stuff that helps me feel connected to my kids and helps me feel like I'm using my evening in a way that is, that is, that is intentional, but also in a way that feels like it's reducing my stress. Okay. So using this intentional, um, just asking myself to notice all the things and just like 
enjoy the little things, okay? They might be screaming their heads off, but like I can still like appreciate or notice these little things, right? And so, or they can be like terrors, right? Because <laughs> sometimes kids are, okay? Um, of course they don't, you know, want to go to bed, right? And so just being intentional, being in that moment helps me be a better mom in that moment. But it also, you know, it, it helps me parent them better. So what I mean by that is, you know, whenever I'm like trying to rush them and I'm trying to like resist bedtime, I'm trying to like, I just want to like get past this part. That makes me want to like raise my voice, yell at them, go to sleep, you know, um, just so I can get out of there. Right. And so, but like whenever I'm able to be really present and intentional, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me that way. Like it, it doesn't take more time to be intentional. Um, and it doesn't get me riled up. So like what I mean by that, I'm, I'm trying to explain, I guess, to y'all is it, it helps me connect in that moment more rather than letting bedtime happen to me or at me. It keeps me in that space where I can actively manage my mind and decide how I want to think about things. Right. So like, instead of my kids, you know, I'm just, you know, thinking about like how they're maniacs and I deserve a glass of wine after this. And I just want this to be done. Like if I am like staying grounded in the current situation, even if they are kind of acting like maniacs, I can still realize, well, yeah, of course the kids don't want to go to bed. Like they're having, they were having a lot of fun playing. Like no wonder they're upset. I get it. You know, it keeps you in that kind of grounded space just by noticing the little things around you. Okay. Noticing the little things about the kids. And even if it's like not, if you can't find something like, you know, about the kiddos, cause they're, they're having a hard time, you know, even just like thinking about, like opening the pack of, of diapers smells like, you know, the baby powder, you know, or, you know, whatever it is, whatever stage of life you're in. Okay. Um, and I'm speaking cause I have younger kids. So, you know, whatever that is to keep you in that moment and you don't have to love it. Like, it's not like, I'm like, Oh, I love this so much whenever they scream, you know, cause they're tired or they throw a tantrum. Like, no, it's just, Staying in that moment and staying grounded, staying intentional can help you stay in that place with your prefrontal cortex of like thinking about your own thoughts, thinking about how you want to think about this. And honestly, like being logical and not just like, okay, this is a shit show. I need to escape. This feels terrible. Right. And so if you can stay there, you can, you're more able to stay with those negative emotions even too. So, all right. So, when you're intentional about the things you do every day and you increase your awareness of how you kind of experience that part of your life, it gives you this whole new appreciation, even for the mundane things in your life. And like I kind of alluded to, it activates that part of your brain that gets you out of that survival mode, right? You're out of that primitive brain, you're back into your prefrontal cortex. But also, this is a method that that signals your brain that you are safe right now, Okay. So when you notice the little things, how things feel, how they look, how they smell, how they taste, you know, if you're using your senses and activating those senses and, and being right there and actually asking yourself to notice those things, that actually decreases your, you know, stress hormones, right? Your cortisol, your adrenaline, it signals your brain that you are safe it gets you out of that fight or flight mode. You know, I think uh, therapists use this kind of technique um, 
to, you know, I think they call it grounding, um, to decrease anxiety. So for people, especially people like with um, anxiety attacks or panic attacks, it's like, you know, you can name like five things you can see, you know, look around. What are five things you can see? What are four things you can feel? Um, what are three things you can hear? Um, what are two things, you know, one thing you can taste or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Okay. Um, and that process gets your brain back into, okay, we're safe. Okay. And so this also gives you an experience of your life that you can look back on and realize like, oh yeah, this is the life I'm living it. Like I am living it. I am deciding how I experience this. It's not just happening at me or to me. I'm in control of how I experience this. And it's very empowering once you're able to do that in real time. Um, And it's not perfect. Like even there are even times where, you know, I I still am not able to do that in real life where I, you know, if things are, um, you know, just imagine twins that are both wanting to not be in bed, you know, and they're throwing tantrums, that kind of thing. You know, that is a hard situation. Of course, I'm going to have a lot of thoughts about it. But Um, and sometimes I still have to go, I still have to go meditate or I still have to go do my thought download after that. Okay. And that's fine. But being able to start watching your thoughts in the moment is a really cool thing. Um, because it is so empowering because you know, wow, like, okay, this is how I'm thinking about it. That's not helping me. And you can kind of right then be like, okay, how could I think of this? Like, yeah, of course the kids are upset. They were having a lot of fun. They don't want to go to bed. You know, it helps gr- keep you grounded in, in your ability to do that. Okay. All right. The second way or the other way that I like to use um, intention or intentionality or being intentional is by really being intentional about my time and how I spend my time. Okay. When we're kind of in the, like the go, go, go mode of like, putting out this fire and then the next, we aren't really leaving any room for the things we want to do, right? Um, and I, I can kind of, you know, like one example that I can kind of explain this in, you know, I used to do, I would come home from a weekend call and say I was like, I had a post-call day off on Monday. I would come home, I'd get home, I'd like come in the house and things would be, you know, messy, of course, like they are with three kids and two dogs and, you know, my husband, of course, but he, he does his best to try and keep everybody in line during the weekend, but it's, it's, um, not easy. Um, and I know that, um, to keep things tidy whenever you're the one that's like making the meals and trying to keep the kids, you know, like alive and doing well and all of that. Right. And so I would come home though, from being post-call, being away all weekend And I would see the laundry and I would see the dishes and I would, you know, see that the trash needed to be taken out. And I would, I would have like this like moment where I would look around my house and I'm like, all of this shit needs to be handled right now. This is disgusting. And part of that was I was in like this, you know, the survival brain, the burnout brain were like, this is a problem. This is, this is not right. This is, you know, it's like a red flag. I need to handle this. And so instead of like, you know, going to sleep, which is what I really needed to recover. I really just needed rest. It was like my, my brain would see that these things need to be done. And I would just default to like, okay, gotta do this. Okay. I gotta complete the next thing. I would just like keep going. And, you know, we get so caught up in completing one task and then the next, the next, you know, our body and our brain really need us to not do another task. Sometimes that's hard for us, especially if we're in 
kind of burnout mode, in survival mode, we're really exhausted, something like that, we just are just trying to keep going. And sometimes our brain comes up with a lot of reasons why we need to do that right then, like it's gross, or it's wrong in some way if I leave this be, right? Our our brain comes up with so much shitty stuff like that, right? And it wants us to keep doing the tasks because whenever we are completing tasks, we know that we are doing, you know, good or we are being good. That's kind of what our brain knows about us. You know, if we can just keep completing our to-do list or checking the things off, then then we're doing okay, right? Like we have control. <laughs> That's what we think. And so our brain comes up with all kinds of shitty thoughts about us when we aren't completing the tasks, when we're resting or doing something to take care of ourselves. So, I like to use being intentional or, or having an intention to head that off, okay? And how I do this is I sit down with my calendar like at the beginning of the week and I decide when I'm doing stuff, okay? So if I know I'm on call next weekend, I'm going to plan out that post-call day, okay? And I don't mean with my to-do list, okay? The first thing I put on my calendar um, whenever I'm post-call or even at night on the weekends, the first thing I add besides, you know, I have clinic, I have, you know, things I have to do, right? I have to do clinic, I have to do surgery. Um, there are certain things that are there. Okay. I have to sleep, but whenever I'm looking at the rest of my calendar on, and what I'm going to do in the evenings or maybe in the morning before everybody else gets up or on the weekends or on my post-call day, I decide when I'm going to do things that make me feel rested. Okay. So that might be like meditation, doing my journaling, you know, um, taking a long bubble bath, reading a book, um, exercising, you know, and those are the things that I schedule after all the have tos. Okay. And so, you know, and then if there's some room for the other things I need to get done, you know, like if I need to do laundry or take the dog to the vet, I'll add it after I already put that other stuff on there. Okay. Because, you know, but free time and rest time is like the thing that, that I need to do, right? That is, that is the must. Okay. And so we are so used to not doing this, that this is going to sound preposterous to a lot of you. Okay. But what I want you to think about is that things like doing the laundry, taking the dog to the vet, you can delegate that, or you can pay someone else to do it, or actually it can just wait. Okay. It does not mean anything about you if those things wait. Okay. If you are not meeting your basic human needs first. Okay. So no one else can rest for me, but someone else can do the laundry. Right. Y'all like no one else can, you know, do some meditating or exercising or journaling for me. Only I can do that. Okay. And so all the other shit can be outsourced. Okay. Whether that's telling your partner, like, Hey, I've got to use this post-call day to recover, okay? I can't be doing, you know, this and that, this and that. And, you know, asking for help. Can you, you know, help me out with this? Or saying, hey, I have to use this post-call day to recover. I'm going to hire a college kid um, to, to come by and do two loads of laundry, okay? You know, even if it's just something like that, right? You know, so making sure that you are on the priority list here. Because that is like the opposite of what we normally do, right? So we are so caught up in taking care of everyone else first that we don't usually um, put ourselves on the calendar at all. And so I want you to think about, can you be more intentional about setting aside time for things like this? 
Okay. So on Monday mornings or Sunday evenings, one or the other, I sit down, I look at the week and I really plan out when I'm going to do these things to take care of me, right? Like I, I look at the call schedule, the OR schedule, the kids schedule, all of it. And I find little holes here and there. And maybe it's just 15 minutes in the mornings to do my meditation or my journaling. It doesn't, it doesn't take much time, but by putting it on the calendar, this does a couple things. Okay. It's kind of like an agreement with myself, like, okay, tomorrow morning we're doing this. Okay. And so if I plan it out and then I do it, well, hey, that gives me a little sense of accomplishment. I can check that box. I can give myself that little, that little kind of boost of like crossing that off my list. It feels good. And I know that it probably feels good to a lot of you. Okay. I know many of us here like to feel proud of ourselves. Check that box, check that box or cross it off. Right. And so the more I plan it and then do it, the better it feels. So then the more likely I am to keep doing that in the future because it gives me that little boost of dopamine, right? The other thing is, is that it lets me be very aware of how I use my time. And it helps me really think about, you know, where I would like to say no more. It helps me think about, you know, how can I constrain my commitments to the things that I actually want to do, okay? Because I'm, I gain more awareness of how I'm spending my time that way. And the last thing it does is, you know, it helps me whenever I'm tired to look at it. Like if I'm post-call feeling sorry for myself, you know, emotionally exhausted, like, oh yeah, but, but now I get to like have, have that new book in the bubble bath, right? Like, like that little carrot I can dangle in front of myself, right? To keep going. Um, Or it helps me look back, right? Like Monday morning, I'm not thrilled to be at work. It helps me realize, wow, what a great rejuvenating weekend I had. Look at these things that I did. So I like like to reflect back on it too. Like I actually did some real resting here, had some real downtime, or I really cared for myself this weekend. You know, that awareness, you know, of of, of the self-care acts, I guess, is sometimes really helpful to me. It just, it shows me, um, like, wow, yeah, okay, I did get some good rest this weekend. That was a good weekend. You know, it helps me be more kind of intentional in the day-to-day stuff as well, okay? And so, so being intentional in your, in your everyday actions, how you experience them, and, and being intentional with your time and how you spend it. These are my, you know, two of my favorite ways to really start working on burnout. And if you're not burnout, like these things are still great ways to just like connect better with yourself, connect better with your life, and to realize that you are truly, you know, the person that is in charge. You can decide, is this really how I want to think about this or experience this? And is this something I want to spend my time experiencing, right? And, you know, because they both have that same effects on your brain, right? Getting out of that fight or flight, that survival mode, back into your prefrontal cortex that keeps you moving forward. It gets you out of that, you know, stuck uh, stress, right? And both of them signal to your brain that you are safe, um, that you are, you know, not needing those stress hormones anymore. You don't need to be anxious, don't need to be stressed or overwhelmed, right? And so both of those are critical steps for getting out of and or staying out of burnout. All right, y'all, I want you to try it. How can I be more intentional right now in this moment? What are the things that I, I, you know, see? What are the things I feel? What are the things I, I um, hear, you know? Um, and then how can I be more intentional with planning my self-care, basically? How can I use my calendar and be intentional with my time as a way to put me first, okay? Because there's nothing wrong with putting you first. It's not selfish. It's not, okay? All right. 
I hope I get to see you guys tonight. Okay, so go over to coach-miles.com forward slash register um, to join me tonight at our webinar. If not, I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.